Hello and welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. And I, guys, I think it's a slow week. Oh, it was until I woke up this morning. And that's true. Well, we found out who went through that forbidden door on Dynamite. And uh, we have some small, big news to talk about. So, yeah, all things considered, I'll take that trade. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or you can also trade it. And you can't trade is the fact that you love your legend, your host, Joseph Lessel. Uh, it's like a 2.5 out of 10 on that. I'll take that, Brett. Uh, I'm alongside here. Oh, with the, you four out of 10. That's worse than Brett. <laughs> I'm also uh, alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. I have a lot of opinions on things that happened in the last 24 hours. A lot of opinions. I will give you them all. And the ch- 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 chosen one, Mike Booble. You know who is it? Because he recorded the show already. Is Jim Cornette? Yeah, right. He's Dude, gonna be like, like, we gotta fuck? wait like four fucking days. He's gonna be like, well, might as well just shut it down now. <laughs> so, we woke up this morning to a, I uh, Devin texted, uh, Ariel Ariel Hawani and Ariel Hawani, talking about how there's rumors of Cody Rhodes talking with WWE, and then I was like. Okay, sure. And then within like five minutes from that text was a uh, a AEW letter from Tony Khan saying Brandy and Cody Rhodes have left AEW and we wish them the best. Tony Khan finding out why Dana White hates uh, Ariel Hawani. Because yeah. I want to scoop the shit out of that. Yep. Because he announced, yeah, he brought it up, <laughs> and then just about how his sources were confirmed, like that he's leaving AEW and he's going to WWE. Well, I mean that one's not for sure yet. But that's what, yeah. But so Cody like Rhodes, pen to paper or anything. Yeah, there's not yet. But Cody Rhodes and Brandy are now leaving AEW. Uh... Who they? Shocked, but not shocked, because we'd openly talked, what, six months ago, maybe even? Yeah. But uh, he's definitely going to be the first EVP gone. Yep. Because they talked, because we've talked about it before, multiple times, about how there's the dirt sheets, the rumors, and all that of that uh, Cody and the other EVPs didn't get along. And now they're saying, oh, no, they did. But it's weird that they didn't. That they didn't, but it's also weird that, you know, hey, look, he's the first one to go. Look, there's a lot of... Uh, hearsay. It's hearsay. Oh, no, no. There's a lot of people in the locker room having parties tonight. Celebrating. It is kind of nice, though, that they work at a place where Tony Khan isn't going to let them just, like, shit on him and badmouth him no. out the door. No. In fact, there was there was nothing but positive tweets from everybody. Dustin made it perfectly clear that he likes it there and he ain't going nowhere because people were like, where are you going to? No. A lot of people with the thank you. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure he's got his supporters. Yep. The Nightmare Factory young guys and all that were very, like, thank you for everything you've done for me. Jim Ross. He's the reason Jim Ross is there. Yep. So also, that means hopefully. It's also the reason Tony Schiavone's there. Well, so Tony's well, fine. fine yeah. Well, Tony's. That's right, JR. That's <laughs> fine. I mean, I love Tony, but if, if he wanted to do something else, that's fine too. Oh, and if you listen to the Tony <laughs> podcast, he believes he's going to be dead in like five years. So. He doesn't. I don't mind Shivani though because he doesn't overbear anything. He's just there, and you know he's there. Shivani doesn't get the special entrance on every pay per view. Jr. Though he thinks he's the broadcast, so that's a Shivani knows his place. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get at. 
In his older age, Shivani knows his role. Uh, I don't know if he shuts his mouth, but he knows his role. Oh, he does. Um, That's right, Jared. But there are a lot of people very happy about this. Mm-hmm. Three of us uh, are in this room. Yeah, three of us as fans, three of us are in this. Hmm, should I just go with my blunt takes first? Go ahead, sir. Yeah. Go nuts. This is just the database's opinions here. Not anybody else's. Not anything I've heard. These are my opinions. He doesn't belong in AEW anymore. He doesn't fit. He stuck I, out like a sore thumb. I agree. The level of star had risen. When it first started, he was the biggest star there, even over Omega and Moxley. In America, yeah, he was. Because. I don't know about Moxley. I don't know about Moxley their, and Jericho. In I don't their know about world. That. In their world. Which a lot of the AEW fan base was that elite world. You know what I mean? They yeah. followed that when it started. He was a big deal. And he did great work with MJF and some of that shit. But his level of work was never top shelf. And the level of Mr. Work, two and a half stars, dog. Yep. And the level of work in that company, not just at the main event level, but even at the mid-card level, has risen to a, to a point where, honestly, he doesn't belong there. No. He's uh, not good enough. No. And I think he knew it, too. Uh he and Tony Khan did a lot of the grunt work to start it with the Bucks and Omega helping, no, no doubt. And I'm not yeah. saying they didn't do anything, but it was really Cody taking the uh, the steps, you know? Mm. And he got he hasn't liked that Tony Khan has taken more control. God forbid. As he should. I think what Cody wanted and what Cody thought he conned his way into. That's what you did there. <laughs> was like his dad's Dylan Crockett, where, yeah, it was other guy's money, but it was Cody doing it. Yeah, well, Tony Khan also isn't a fucking idiot, like Jim Crockett is. Right? So, you know. They went out of business. All right. Um, <laughs> how many, th- tell me, Jeff, did you need Jim Crockett? How many did you really need? Yeah. Moron. I think that's what he thought he had. And in, in the first year, it kind of looked that way. The Bucks and Omega didn't really exert a lot of influence Omega still hasn't, to be perfectly honest. Uh, Omega doesn't want to. No, he, he's just doing his thing. He cares about he the likes, women. Honestly, Omega to me is kind of like how I would be. I want my voice, but I want some input, but like I don't want to make the fucking decisions. No, you can do that. Not what, you can fucking feel with that shit. I'll take the money, but you yeah. figure it out. You see, he doesn't belong there. He's a perfect fit for WWE because, one, he was brought up in the WWE training. So they he wrestles do, WWE they matches. to do nothing different yeah. with him. He's got eyes on Hollywood like The Miz, who's who he's real close friends with. Yep. So he's going back to the company that still, if you're looking to make inroads into Hollywood or big time they TV, that's the company you go to. Yep. There's no disputing that. It's Nick, undisputed. Nick Khan was huge into getting Joe Lussell in the door. At AD. I was making sure you were listening. Oh, I was listening. Nick Khan's the one really pushing for it because he thinks, A, it'll look good to get a big AEW name in, on your TV. They really, they're hoping for a big show. Will? Do you know what I mean by that? Perception's reality. Up until big show, everybody left to go to WCW in the late 90s. And then all of a sudden, people started coming this way. He's really hoping that this is the well, start Well, really, Jericho's the person that, Jericho's before big show, wasn't it? No, big show was first. February. Was February, first? Yeah. So they're really hoping this is a big show moment where it's like, finally, people come in our way. They want MJF. They'll probably get him because, I mean. Money talks. They can unload a Brink's truck in two years to get him. Well, as I talked about 
earlier before we go back to Cody, uh, MJF is the greatest heel in the business, and there's no better way to become the biggest heel in the business than just going to that company. Yep. Because, God damn it. To leave because the one with the AEW fans for sure don't want him to leave, and WWE fans don't like him. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's like, Jesus, man. It's the move to make for him mm-hmm. in two years. We'll see. Hopefully but, not. Yeah, hopefully not. But, hopefully not. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Um, he doesn't fit Brandy. Doesn't fit Should go back as a ring announcer. Yeah, I can't wait till Eden Styles is the Raw ring announcer. Yeah, yeah, I suspect part of it will be that she's not a ring announcer, is my guess. If she goes. Uh, before I give my take, uh, Corey. Yeah. Do you want to hypothesize what we think his first move is going to be? <sighs> not just me. We, we, I went on Facebook after I told this to Mike, and someone else already put it out there, too. It's obvious, right? It's going to be Miz and Maurice against Brandy and Cody at Mania, right? Mm. What? Enjoy the you fuck out me. of that, Joe. Don't you fucking you don't. enjoy the don't. fuck out of that. Why did you put that in the air? He didn't. It was on Facebook. Yeah, someone else did it too. Son of a bitch. Think about it. There's no other big name for him to fight. He's coming in as a big name. It's terrible, dude. They're oh, friends. My God. The Hollywood thing. It, they're both with the partners. It's going to be uh, so bad. They just did Miz and Maurice against fucking Edge and Beth. Uh, so, I mean, it's not no. like it'd be out of their ordinary booking technique. Nope. It, trust me, it's a match I don't want to watch in a thousand fucking years. But My it's going to be in Dallas on April, I guarantee yep. you that. So, Because Cody can come can, this Friday on SmackDown. He can show up. Yeah. He's, he, he's a free agent. His contract's he, over. His contract's up. It's been up for six weeks. He can he show did. up. I, I give him that. And I, I'm not surprised by this. I figured he would. He did business the right way. You know, he put over Gravara big in a ladder match on his way out. First he, match, last match. He didn't bury anyone. Yeah. First match in the in AEW Dynamite history was him and Guevara, and then his last match in the company is with Guevara. Only this time putting him over in a big title match with a gimmick. Look, he did business the right way. There's, I mean, I'm not surprised by that. That's his kid. Yeah. And I think not only is it a better fit for AEW, it's a better fit for Cody Rhodes. Yeah. That's where he belongs. Yeah. He will be able to be maximum Cody Rhodes. Take that as however you want it. And now uh, they're looking for a new Triple H. Yeah. I think they just found and him. this guy wants to be that badly. And they just so, hey, cool. And they don't have to worry about the old, uh, he's weird, he's married to my daughter. So that's kind of awkward. They don't have to worry about that shit. I don't get, everybody said there's a ton of dream matches available now. I don't get that. No, I don't name see one name that he one. hasn't oh, had. Oh, yeah. oh, they listed him versus Roman. Done it. Had that. Him versus Brock. Like Brock, whatever. No, he won't. No. Him versus uh, Rollins. Done it. Done it. Well, but they're talking about current level. But done it. Uh, they're talking him and AJ. They haven't. They only briefly overlapped yeah. in yeah. WWE. Uh, him and uh, Edge. Because, you know, no, again, another young yet. boy for Edge to yeah. feud with. Got to get him over. Was it? Is it weird that... The demise of Cody Rhodes in AEW is... Started with that tattoo? No, almost. It is. No, it didn't. It was the second part of that. I was like, I was getting there. It's the second part of that. The first part was when he booked himself into a corner, but it's like he couldn't win the world title. Do you think in hindsight he does that, knowing how this turned out? Because this is not, I'm sure, how he wanted this to turn out. Oh, no, I'm sure he thought this he'd be the big This is a really good plan B for him, and it's going to, con- like, a contingency plan. It's going to work out for him. He'll make more money. But this is not what he wanted. He wanted to be the Triple H of this company, and he ran this shit. And when he booked himself very early that I can never win the world title, he put a ceiling on himself. I kind of liked it, though, because 
I just for once, I like the idea of a guy that level committing himself to helping another level, which he did. That TNT, to, his, to first, degree. his <laughs> first reign helped a lot in uh, getting that uh, title to be meaningful, to be looked at as not quite the equal to the world title, but something important to go after. Uh, it did a lot for that. His subsequent reigns, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe not. But that first one was important. Um, and he did put over, uh, I don't mean put overs in beating because, you know, he's WWE trained. But, I mean, he got Guevara into a bigger star. He got MJF even bigger than he was. He got, he was like the opposite of Jericho for a while. And then he turned into Jericho with like the Anthony and Gogo shit and all that. Mm-hmm. And just never found his way back. But the Joe's right. Then he got that fucking tattoo. And just the crowd was like, what? And they, he never got him back. And then don't kid yourself. We, we laughed and it was cringy at the time. But that, that fucking promo about trying to solve racism and mixed race baby, that did irreparable damage. I mean, that hurt a lot. The other thing recently, do you think that when that uh, pipe bomb he wanted to cut didn't go the way he thought it was going to? I think that was like, well, I'm pretty much done here then. I think that was his last gasp. Like, see if if it catches on. If it does, maybe I'll come back. But like that, people were like, that was fucking stupid. (laughs) uh, Corey, what's the the rumor and innuendo about the contract situation that he wanted? Well, I was going to say this helps. Tony Khan, yeah. and which I love the fact that slowly we're seeing that Tony Khan isn't the fool everybody thought he was, that there's a method to his madness, and he does not mind uh, being the bad guy in the sense that Cody wanted punk money, <laughs> and Tony Khan said, you're not getting punk money, and they never came to terms, and he didn't bend at all. He said, point blank, you're not getting Danielson punk money. He doesn't That's, deserve Kenny Omega I mean, money. Danielson isn't even getting punk money. But right. I mean, like he, He's he, getting money, but not that hot. Yeah, but yeah. he said, you're not getting that. And he didn't bend on it. And he wished... I mean, he let one of his EVPs and Brandy, who was chief branding officer, walk. Yeah. And, and, and then uh, some of the WWE guys have been bitching lately. They're unnamed, but... I mean, <clears throat> John Morrison. Uh, that... Uh, they were offered AEW contracts, but they were nowhere near for the money they wanted or thought they were going to get. I'd say it. And it was basically like, uh, too bad. That's yeah, people are like running the pressure just because Tony Khan has the money doesn't mean he has to give it to you. Yeah, he had no problem telling people now, we, we still, we're operating under a budget. Just because we've been able to pay a couple of guys the money that they deserve to come in doesn't mean yeah. this is 1998. And they're WCW. helping us get that money back. Right. What is John Morrison going to bring in? Like, but a lot of the guys who are still, I mean, like Cody didn't get the money he wanted. So he balked and it's going to happen with more, uh, from that original class. Look, he overpaid for that original mm-hmm. class in 2019. Not because he was a nice guy. Yeah, there's going to be some pay cuts. He, well, o- he overpaid for those guys. Because he had, he had to. to. He had to. Yeah. Because he, look, you had you the well, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say the class of like twenty the twenty nineteen, you had the, the, the five EVPs. EVPs, but then you were Jericho, you, you but get then Jericho Hangman, then you have you had look, you you had you know, the smaller people, you have Brit, you have uh Statlander and all that. But then you have the like Janella, Marco, they're he, leaving they're they're going out the door. He gave those guys six figures. The Janella's and the stunts. Like, yeah. 
It wasn't because he was nice. It was because he had to have a fucking roster. The Young Bucks and Omega weren't going to WWE. But if they were going to leave Japan, you had to pay them more money. Exactly. And then you had... The they luck, great you, over there. They and then need you, to leave. And, and, I, and you kind of goes for in slightly way, the same with Jericho. Because Jericho, before going to AEW, he said what? I will never work for an American or wrestling organization. That isn't Vince. Uh, that isn't Vince. But then he got his feelings hurt with the Festival of Friendship yeah. debacle. So you have that. And then Cody's just a free agent because Cody wanted to bank on himself. And he did. For he the, was smart. Uh, he was for the time, he did. And that's what everyone else is missing. He's going to get a huge rise from when he left. He left to make a name for himself like Drew Galloway did. Yep. So he could be a bigger star to come back. It was always in the plans. Yeah. You think when he left, he's like, I'm going to start a promotion? We said from the beginning, Cody was going to be there eventually. He yeah. was never going to not come back. This which was is all... why that throne shit was stupid. I mean, if he got the punk money, he'd have resigned, and I wouldn't have blamed him. Yeah. But the original goal for him was always to get into Hollywood and be a main eventer in WWE. Which he's done. Which he's about to do. Yep. So the fun thing and a funny thing is the fact that he's now leaving. I don't want to watch it, by the way. What? One minute of him being a main event guy in WWE. Yeah, which is going to happen. Not if he's on Raw, hopefully. (laughs) But I would say the funny thing is this. It's going to be funny to see him on the big show. Well, <laughs> you know, like they can't say AEW wrestler. Plus, he j- they I can't believe they did, but they renewed that. God, and then Rhodes to the top Rhodes to his top for a second season is for. Yeah. And Tony Khan's a producer on it. Um, I can't believe they renewed that thing. It's going to be awkward. So, yeah. Ha- so Cody has two TV shows on the network that he is no longer working for. Oh, John Cena's got a show on TBS. Yes. That's true. But Roads to, to, to the Top is more of the... It's terrible. What's the situation going to be? Hopefully just cancel. Again, maybe they'll change Just the stop it before. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. It's not worth it. will go to USA. <laughs> well, I mean, hey. That's how you start your back feud. Back to back That's with Miz Yep. Nick. The only difference between the two shows... God, that's going to be terrible. I have never watched a full episode of either. Same. But I have watched a couple of clips on YouTube every once in a while of Miz and Mrs. Uh, and a couple of Rose at the Top when they were on there. The difference is Miz and Maurice come off as really cool people outside of the wrestling world. You know what I mean? Like, they're just... Miz, uh, Maurice's mom is fucking hilarious. Yeah. She just Marjo. roasts Miz the entire fucking time. And then his Usually dad. Usually in French and he doesn't get it. It's hilarious. But even Miz comes off as cool. Yeah. And fucking, I, I'd like to hang out with Miz. For sure. I don't want to watch another wrestling match he ever has, but I'd <laughs> hang out with the dude. Uh, but Cody and Brandy come off uh, exactly like their TV characters in the fucking reality show. Well, like, I mean, once you solve racism, I mean, there's really nothing else you can do there. There is nothing else like, you can do. Those two think they are so fucking important. Like, dude, you were the third best wrestler in your family, and your wife was a ring announcer by mad a at large it. margin. Like, too, by the what way. are you talking about? You were so unimportant to the history of wrestling business. Like, I don't know what to tell you. For over fifty years, you left because you didn't want to be Stardust anymore. That's the plan they had for you. That was your like, apex, Stardust. Whatever the end result of AEW is. When it's looked back on, it's not going to be that Cody Rhodes. It's going to be Tony Khan started it. It's not Cody Rhodes. It was his money. Cody Rhodes has nothing to do with it. Cody just, he, you, I don't want to say used, but they worked together to get the ground up. Because Cody does have, I mean, you said under that learning tree growing up, 
yeah. about the business, you know some stuff. Yeah. And I'm sure it came in very helpful. No one's denying that. I just look at it from a television part. He doesn't fit their roster. He's stuck out like a sore thumb. He's going to fit in magnificently over on in Tony, Land. In Teen Titan Land. Yeah, he, it's like we've said, once they brought in uh, Punk, Danielson, and Adam Cole. Adam Cole. And we'll get to the next new guy in a minute. But it's just like once they brought those three in and then Cody was off for a month because he decided to put himself through a, fi- a table that was on fire and burnt himself. Well, d- don't even forget that, but also Malachi Black. And, Brody King. And O'Reilly. O'Reilly and, and Fish. Fish. The level of competition is just out of his realm now. That's all there's It's too. one of those things of, in in a way... His brother's still a better worker than he is. In a way, he he won't be able to keep up with the speed. Well, I mean, like, look at... Like, Sammy has to slow down when they he have does. those yeah. matches. Yeah. That's true. Like Sammy works quicker than that. He has to slow the he pace can't, down. He 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 he's doing a more freestyle WWE slow, while everybody even, else and is don't work. and while everybody else is still doing the indie job of. Uh, and sometimes it's good to be different than everybody else, but yeah. it, that particular style it shows did not mesh with what that company does, and he was looking really like, out of place. You know who wrestles a WWE style and it works well is Moxley. Yeah, Moxley fits fine. They can they have their difference right there. Uh, but even Punk, Punk doesn't work in EW style. He does Bret Hart he, he's style. He's not that fast. He works Bret it's Hart. Also, yeah, it's also yeah. not WWE style either. Yeah, no, he does Bret Hart. He does Bret Hart style. Yeah, but it works. But he's worked and it's fit in. And yeah, it's this is a good thing for all sides. Yeah, it's a win-win. So it's a where win-win in a situation. He gets more money probably because he they balked at paying him. And I'm, I'm intrigued. If they balked at paying him, who was an EVP, who'd been there since day one, who was very integral, who else are they going to balk at paying? There's going to be some names. Right? There's going to be some uh, some free agents uh, looking to see if that forbidden door is open the other way. Some people underperformed. Yeah. No fault of their own. Nope. Uh, they just didn't have it. it, it like I Hager. said, like, um, you, have, you have what? Because who's, um, like I said before, stunt's going to be gone. Janela, I mean, those are, those are irrelevant people. I wouldn't mind seeing Luchasaurus gone. I do think you have something with Jungle Boy in a few years. Jungle Boy's got to go solo. He's another guy. I talked about it where I said it's it sucks that that there's not territories you can pay your dues and get better because that's a guy that in a couple more years is I think going to be really good. But we're watching all these people at the beginning parts and they're already supposed to be big stars and you're just like I don't see it it's like well it's because it's not a finished product mm-hmm. like I would be shocked if FTR resigns oh I don't think they will I think they're gone and I'm not too sure Proud and Powerful resigns too they've been upset yeah. that they've not been I agree. utilized worth a shit mm-hmm. um, so that's two very important teams that may just be like deuces Bucks aren't going anywhere. Khan's real close with them. Mega's not going anywhere. Their last bio just recently was, thank God for us. Mm-hmm. Whereas their most recent bio. Well, that's the other part that nobody likes to talk about. There's a revisionist history already in AEW uh, when people talk about it. People really sound, it makes it sound like it was Cody who got to Khan. It was Cody who talked him into it. But it was the Bucks. 
Bucks. It was the Bucks who did it. It wasn't Omega. It wasn't Cody. It was Bucks, it was and the then they Bucks. brought in Omega, and then they got Cody because he was doing his RRH run. Yeah, well, I mean, the Elite, they were all yeah, going to do it yeah. together. That's why Paige is there. Um, that's another guy who might leave. Not because he's not being utilized well, but just because, again, he's like 26, 27. If he becomes a bigger star, I mean, they're sure trying. It's all about that money. He can money. make a lot of money, too, as, elsewhere. As somebody, uh, one Brock Lesnar on the Pat McAfee show, what do you say, Corey? He said these guys need to quit worrying about their next fucking high spot and learn how to get over, put butts in the seats, and become a big-time player and take my fucking place. Because as long as they're offering me the money, I'll show up and do it. I don't give a fuck about the business, but I love the money, and ain't nobody stepping up to do anything to replace me. So I'll be here forever. Yep. I he's love not it. wrong. I, I love this Brock. Yeah, and he's not wrong either. He's not. I love this Brock. So, but I've seen this before, and it's a very slippery slope AEW's on. I've seen this before, and it has nothing to do with Cody, but you sign all the guys that we were casting off, like WCW did. And then you lose the young guys like MJF, Page, and all of a sudden in a couple of years you're looking at WWE's main roster and go fuck. And I'm not sure. The only difference between late '90s and now is I don't know if Vince and his experts are smart enough to utilize them properly. No, they won't. But I've seen it happen before, and I mean the Attitude Era money makers were all the WWE mid carders of the early '90s. Yep. Every damn one of them. So I can definitely I, see a, a world four years from now it's, where Paige and MJF and Jungle Boy and Gravara are huge stars in WWE. It, it'd be the, like, here's like the, as we said before, as we're watching the 2014 Elimination Chamber, and as the chamber came down, you, we all said, it'd be cool if WWE was good again. Oh, I mean, I I would love for that company to be great again. And it's just I've spent thirty. Yeah, make WWE great again. I spent thirty. They've changed the thing now. Years. Then now forever together Ugh, for fifty years with That's uh terrible. with uh, I think rumor the uh, internet says John Cena is the narrator the the one that says it. But of course that robot. What, what I would think would be a smart thing for WWE to do is if they sign Cody. Pick his goddamn brain. What did you guys do over there? Oh, no, I mean, they... Oh, but they won't. Somebody will. Well, it just won't be Somebody Vince. will. It won't be Vince. Somebody will definitely be asking questions about salary and production. You know who that would have been? Triple H. H. But all this is... And that's the other thing. This is... All this is is... Uh, worst case scenario, this is replacing Triple H. Yep. Because what's Cody... Of all the EVPs in AEW... Who loved being an EVP? Yeah. Who loved being in power? I mean, the Bucks do, for sure. But they do behind the scenes. But Cody does. Who was who was out front on Main Street being like, I'm an EVP? Brandy. And Cody. <laughs> that fucking family. Man, the, you said something. The Bucks are pure workers. They're doing it behind the scenes. A minute ago. It's the exact opposite of the point that I made. Well, I mean, same point, but the opposite direction. If you're Tony Khan, you cannot let MJF walk on that no. show. No. You pay him what he is the it's the Adam Cole the other direction. You can't let him walk onto SmackDown. You can't do it. I will say this about Double Tony Khan. You've been really cool with your workers. And I'm not buying into the Adam Cole bullshit, but you can't deny the change in body since he's been there. It's a little rough. You can tell Adam to go to a gym every once in a while. Yeah. 
Like, feel, uh, feel free to do a push-up. There's a, did you see the side-by-side side of him as NXT North I American did. Champion? No. And now it's, it's ridiculous. He had a six-pack of abs, pecs, and now it's just back to f- nothing. There's just nothing. And Triple H would call him skinny fat. He's like punk. It's CM Punk. Yeah. He's a skinny fat. I don't mind. It doesn't bother me like other people. But um, but it's very noticeable. Like, you can hit a gym every once in a while. Damn. You know, like, so, You're like... The wrestling the- business shouldn't be body-centric the way, like, Vince is, but it's still a body-centric business. You still need to look like you work out occasionally. Right. Unless, you're like, your specific gimmick is... How you look, you know what I mean? How you look, and that's not what Adam Cole's gimmick is. Playboy Bunny Rose. There's no outstanding feature about Adam Cole. So when you look like you work at the Shell Station, like it's really hard to be a star. It's true. <laughs> it really is. Here's the thing. Here's the final thing, unless you guys have more about Cody. I don't think it's as big of a deal for WWE as they seem to think it is. Some turning of the guard. No, as always, they uh, overinflate their value. They, um, they're getting a disgruntled WWE lifer back. Yep. Cool. It'll help. It'll help him. It'll be probably a net positive for them too, but it's not killing AEW. It's like, not going to affect what's happening in the other channel at all. I don't know about the EVP part, about the, all the stuff he did in the back. Um, apparently he was very integral in the, uh, community outreach for each city they go to and doing this charities and the. But he's got, um, you know, Brody Lee's wife doing that now. But and like you can have Luchasaurus do that. He's smart as fuck. Have him do that. Yeah, yeah, that could be what he kids, does. Kids love that shit. Have him do that. Yeah. So I mean, and Brandy, honestly, I don't see what you lose with Brandy. Apparently, she did a lot of stuff with the American Heart Association and that that culture thing they have, where you, the headphones for people who are like sensory overload or whatever, which is cool. Yeah. But now that it's started, someone else can continue it. So you don't really lose anything with her. Yeah. If anything, the overall work rate went up in the upper mid-card. But really, gentlemen, this was kind of like a trade. Which is uh, interesting. Th- that is true, because the Forbidden Door was open on Wednesday, as we had a mystery opponent for... Isaiah Cassidy. Isaiah Cassidy. And it was one limitless... Keith Lee. It was not Mustafa Ali as we had we hoped. hoped. Yeah, we worked ourselves into a shoot. Sorry, guys. Sorry, we guys. <laughs> Sorry, brother. We said we were doing it. Yeah. <laughs> we said it was a fever dream. It was a fever dream. Then once, like once Wednesday hit, he's like, "See you in a two and a half weeks," and we're like, oh, two years. Uh, yeah, two and a half years." Sorry. It's like, two damn and a half it. I'm like, this ain't happening. So impressive debut. They. Yeah. They're smart. They had the perfect opponent, a smaller guy who can bump his ass off. Uh, Jim Ross had at least 12 orgasms <laughs> during that match. Yes, he did. I mean, holy That's right, JR. Fuck. He only said athletic about seven times. Didn't we, didn't we hear the de- desk move? <laughs> it raised up. Yeah. There's a hole went through it. Yeah, we had a slobber knocker. <laughs> like the old popcorn tin. <laughs> It was ridiculous. That's right, Jr. Uh, it's a good. It's a good fit for him. A good fit for them. I do. I will say this though. Now that they have him, and there's a few others, I would attempt to grab. But then I'd calm down on the signing. Bill, with what you have, yeah, you got more than enough. Yeah, 
you I mean you and I, I'm not suggesting they do this and he's smart enough he won't want to do it. Now whether the TV channel decides is different, but he's got more than enough to have a second two hour show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with different brands. So we I, mean, I like, suspect that show becomes two hours at we, some point. So we Oh, he'll fight that like I know. He oh he's he, we we talked about that like a couple months ago. He was fighting when they want Rampage to go too. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. Rampage goes too. But at uh, some point TNT's like, that's cool though. We want uh, commercial revenue. Did you so. see that they announced the <laughs> so let's I wonder I wonder what they do this time. Because they just announced in I think Dallas the Battle of the Belts two. Dude, so I wonder if that would be well, hopefully another it's a better show than the first one. Uh, yeah, hopefully it's not snake bitten like the first one, and they give it a little more time. Attention yeah. sucked. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, besides the fact that Cody couldn't work, it was like one hour, one hour, one hour, then everything else was taped for dark. You give them one hour? Yeah, no, dog. It's a two-hour special. What are we doing? Uh, and then people were pissed. Well, you didn't put the world title on or the tag title. That was on Wednesday. And I'm like, that was on Wednesday. They got one hour. Yep. AEW world title matches can take up that entire thing by itself. Yeah, they have one hour, which means they have 42 minutes yep. of television time. I, you know. And we know that by <laughs> watching every uh, episode of Nitro. Yeah. So what do you Raw, think? Raw, SmackDown on the Monday night and midweek war stories. What did you expect them to give you in a 42 minute uh, free show on a Saturday, by the way? I mean, TNT did not do them right on that at all. Yeah, I wouldn't. Honestly, I would just make one of their dynamites battle for the belts. I wouldn't make it a separate special. Uh, except for TNT's dictating it. Part of the move over to TBS so, was that TNT so got it specials. It's in Dallas. I don't know, let me look, but it's in a couple months. So, so in Makes the sense. middle of the NBA playoffs, you're going to carve out an hour somewhere? Good luck with that. And expect Tony Khan to give you like some pay-per-view main Good event on it. Good fucking luck with that. Battle, um, you'll be lucky to get another... FTW title match. Like, what the shit? Friday, April 15th. It's in Garland, Texas, Dallas, Fort Worth, Metroplex. It's probably the night before the playoffs start. Rampage and Battle of the Belts, too. Will it be live that night or is it taped? It does not say. So they're not going to have Rampage? No, I said both. Both. So they're going to film. So Battle of the Belts might be on a Friday, and then they just, I don't know. Well, no, Rampage will be on a Friday, because yeah. that's the night it's on. Um, let me look in this I might. My here. guess is that it's on Saturday, if they're not doing a Friday live. Battle of the Belts will be taped. Yep, taped. Oh, God. So, yeah, I mean. So it's going to be an hour of Rampage, and then an hour of Battle uh, of the Belts? Two hours, yep. or, or Yeah. That's terrible. I would just I you know well, I, I do these then. These are this is shit. This is a shit I, I, idea. Yeah. Yeah, TNT. We're going away from Keith Lee. Keith Lee's here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keith Lee. Um but here's the thing. Here is the thing. So we were a little, you know, we worked ourselves in the shoot that we thought it was going to be Mustafa Ali, yep, but yep. he's going to be in prison for the next two and a half years. <laughs> not on his choice. Um usually prison. Yeah. You know, the juice <laughs> is loose. Um but we were like, oh, that's we were a little disappointed, but then all of a sudden, I believe, uh, yeah, I want to say it was Trent and uh, one Rocky Romero. Yep, Rapongi Rice. Thank you. Was attacked by, by Switchblade. Switchblade Jay White. Um, and I like Tony's. Tony Khan was uh, Tony Khan was for, on the forefront. He I was on the forefront. That. Yep, he was like, look. I realized I bungled the tweet last week and made it sound so much more important than it was. Uh, not that Keith Lee's not important, but so what I did, 
So in the meantime, he went out and got Jay White too because he was like, they're going to be disappointed. I, it's my fault. I fucked up. He kept piping the show I saying he it. wants the fans to be. Yeah. After the end of the show, they're going to be satisfied for what they saw. So he, he owned up to that. And he's like, look, I'm... Jay White's not signed there yet completely. But, I mean, they're obviously working with Japan. Fucking Rocky Romero's there every week. Yeah. Um, so, But to get him, that was a good make good. He yeah. was like, well, fuck, I, I goofed up. Let's get a big star over. Um, but you know what's the funny thing? <laughs> we just talked about how... They shouldn't be signing people. You know, they're going to... They need to slow it down. I think there's one more person they should sign. Who? It's one Josh Alexander. Oh, yeah. Who is... Uh, well, I, his contract is up and his visa is up. So he needs working and uh, he needs the tour. Let's here. put it this way. Who... I mean, they just brought him up on TV last week. Like, we only got you, Ethan, to try to get to Josh Alexander. Yep. And now his contract's up. So it means it's pretty simple, right? Hmm. He'd be wasted in WWE. First, they wouldn't want him because he's got neck issues and he's a wrestler. And he wears the helmet. They yeah. won't, won't, won't want him wear the, the, you know, the protection. The, the Rick Steiner gear. Yep. But, I mean, he's a wrestler, so they obviously don't want him. Yep. Uh, I'd sign him, yes, I would. Um, then break up men of the year and put the team back together because, goddamn, the North were a great team. I, I feel I feel bad because he was supposed to go to the, the uh, Jonathan Gresham's... Uh, uh, yeah, Terminus. Terminus 2. Because he, the contract is up. He has to leave, so he can't make it. Until he can get work. Until he can get a work visa. So I'd just call Tony. Tony Khan, hey, give me a two-year contract. Get okay. the visa. Yeah. Whatever. There you go. I'm here. Um, But then again, go ahead and sign whoever you want. Because, yeah. first of all, we don't know how many of that original three-year class he plans on keeping. He could be cleaning out an entire fucking half the roster. We don't know that. So what he all these people were thinking he's just adding too many, he's just replacing parts. Yeah, with parts he actually wants, mm-hmm. which we all knew would be what happened. I, mean, I remember, I remember bringing up when they were just about to to have the first dynamite. I was like, "Look, this isn't the roster he dreamed of. This is the roster he could get. So it's going to be a work in progress." And I said, three years down the line, once we see what happens in WWE, do they resign everybody? Do they let people go? We'll start seeing the guys he actually fucking wanted to hire. And Keith Lee, and the reason he emptied so much is because he's a huge Keith Lee fan, and that's one of the guys he desperately did want back then. And then, it, you know, that's the summer. 2019, of course, the summer Keith Lee went to NXT. Yep. It's that, it's, it's just that crazy. It, you're right, because I remember you, Corey, bringing up how the fact of, at the time, it was just the guys he can sign, and then... Give it some years, and then they're going to go. I have you no... Know, we had, you know, there was the things that we talked about, like, you know, we brought up uh, Sammy Guevara. Like, oh, you signed him. Okay, let's see where he's at now. He's fucking one of the top... He's a star. He's a star. Um, you can tell some of those young guys he had wanted and had plans for, but... I mean, I like Marco Stunt as a person. He seems like a fine guy. Yeah. But you're not going to look at Marco Stunt and be like, yeah, that's who I want to build a fucking company you around. You talk off a TV screen, like you do. Yeah. Go somewhere else. So, I mean, you know, just do what you got. You deal with what you got, and then you get the pieces you want later, and you fucking position people. And I mean, that's what happened at the big level. He got punk. He didn't need Cody. See ya. Nothing um, wrong there. Because, like, yeah, like, here, here's your, like, I'm looking at the roster now. Like, you have, like, Angelico, 
hybrid. Yeah. I, I don't see them coming back. They won't be back. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you're like right now, uh, you, you have Cutler, but Cutler is going to be just the backstage guy. Who the who the who he is now? He's Vincent. He's Vincent. he's the Bucks' best friend, so he ain't going anywhere. You got Cage being gone. Bro, yeah, he's uh, he's gone. Brian Cage is gone. Uh, Daniels, he's just not there. Have you seen his eye? Yeah. It's like not going to heal, or it's going to, but on and off. Um, I'm, uh, he's they did hurt. just resign Kazarian. Yeah, so I just came there. across him. Um, Jack Evans probably he'll be gone. Janela will be. Janela will be gone. I don't know what they're doing, Kip Sabian. To be honest, he just came back from injury, but he hasn't even wrestled on dark, yeah. so I don't have high hopes for him. Stunt be gone. Penelope will be gone. Uh, Nakazawa is just going to be the Vincent 2.0. I wouldn't be surprised if Nakazawa got released, though. That's a lot of, I mean. He's just paying people money to not do anything. Yeah. Avalon's going to be, is gone. Is gone. Um, uh, Leva Bates, probably. Probably Serpico and uh, Luther. I don't know. They're getting, like, cult over on Dark. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, if you could resign them cheap enough, keep them. Like you know, you do need lower card people that you like know. they just sign. Here's here's like the sad thing. I'm looking at the roster. Do you know? By the way, they just signed Tony Nice and like yeah, haven't done anything with him yet. Yeah, he's been on Dark a couple times. Um, One guy they, they haven't sign- signed yet, but is on Dark a lot. It's Anthony Green. Yeah, he is, and he was on the six man tag months ago with like mm-hmm. Kingston and Darby yeah. and uh. And they just signed that uh, AQA. Yeah, the, the AQA, the woman. Booker T's, uh, one of Booker T's students. I don't even get started on the women's division, how they're going to clean out some of that. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the division they need to worry about next. If you're going to sign people, it needs to be there. They've already signed some. They're just trying to get... You don't want to put uh, 18 people on TV one night. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. So it's like if they signed some women when their ninety days came up, uh like I, I assume Mia Yim's gonna yeah, be you there. You can't tell me Mia so. Yim's not Mia gonna come Yim, there. But she said she's taking time off just for now, but she'll be taking bookings or whatever in uh I mean they got Mercedes Martinez, which was a good get for in a year in name. March. So she's yeah. gonna be out, just gone for a while. And it's like give it up for Keith Lee. He got married the Saturday before Wednesday, like this last week. It's a big week for him. Good week. So not bad. So we've had all that big news for AEW, and then Corey, remember? Hey, remember in twenty twenty? Do you remember when? I don't want to. Remember when the pandemic just started and everybody's freaking out? Yeah. And then things were going on, and we were all stuck in the house, and we couldn't, you know, they shut down a whole bunch of shit. And, yeah. and somewhere in like the first couple months of it. It was just sort of acknowledged that yeah, aliens exist, UFOs are real, and yep, we yeah. have proof. And then yeah. no, and then everybody went, huh? How about that? And then went back to the other shit. Yep, that's kind of what this story is like. As one news came out that one WWE has asked, good old hey Stone Cold Steve Austin, you want to wrestle at uh, WrestleMania? You want to have a match at WrestleMania? No, he hasn't said yes. He hasn't said yes. But the fact that it's even been broached is a huge story. That means he's up into it. Yeah. That got just completely forgotten in the Cody news, which is, I mean, I guess that proves Cody's, 
he did become a bigger star. I'm also fine with it, too. I don't need to see him fucking wrestle. I don't either. I don't either. But I don't want to see it. We discussed it before, and we think it's just going to be an Austin brawl. Just, yeah. AKA just whooping someone's... Whooping... Well, has been his match since 1997. <laughs> he has said himself he never wants to wrestle a match again. Yeah. He's done it. Street fight. Death match. Yeah. Got it. He's open to come down... Stun people. Stun, stun people drink and drink some beers, which I'm sure is what he's proposing they do. <laughs> Um, but they're trying to get two hundred thousand people into the into Jerry World. And what are they over doing with days. that? What are they doing that? Buy one, get one free. And uh oh. look, I'll tell you what. Oh, what? I'll tell you this much. I know how they can do it. Go ahead. If they're going to get him to work a wrestling match, what? you know what they did? Huh. They went and found the perfect guy for him to wrestle. And who'd have thought we'd have said that 10 years ago, uh, Mike, that old Kevin Owens would be the safest, surest bet for a guy who's nearing 60, has bad neck, shouldn't be anywhere near a ring. But if you want to have a safe bet in the WWE ring, they found the perfect guy in Kevin Owens. Battle of Stunner. We're going to have to get the match. Fine. Whatever. I don't want to see it, but whatever. That's not where I think they go. Where they go? in Texas. Yeah. What? There's a certain American badass who also lives in Texas. What? No. No. Oh, my God. You're telling me Vince wouldn't put Taker and Austin in WrestleMania? He fucking for a thousand percent would. Hey, I don't know if it's against Austin, but think about it. Neither one of those do any moves that would require a crazy bump. What's one thing? What's one thing they haven't whored out on Undertaker? Legend matches. No. The American badass. Sure, the the bone yard match with AJ, he was yeah, more badass right than dead man. We haven't really seen that since early 2000s. But so, and in Texas, it would be fresh. Yeah. He'd be he the could badass. drive down that stadium in a fucking Harley. He'd come down with a fleet of fucking Harleys if you want to make a cool entrance about it. They would do that too. If you want to be smart about it, you know what you do. We're going to make him a tag team. It's Austin and Taker against Rollins and Owens. It's not bad. Think about that. Ma- Think about, remember... You do give a rub remember to Remember a couple too. years ago? Remember the uh, McIntyre, Ziggler versus Roman uh, and Taker? And like yeah. we were like, that's Taker's best match in... KO stuns Taker for the win. No. Little, little no. The guard. no, there's no chance. With those guys... Well, he's not stunning some... Austin. No, no. Uh, no, Owens is taking that fin, pinfall. Yeah, Owens... Uh, Austin's is, taking well, the stunner. Austin's giving the stunner. Have Kevin Steen show up at AEW Dynamite here. It's just up to Austin and Taker over who gets to pin him. Because that's exactly because Rollins ain't gonna get pinned. I think uh, Taker would be tombstone. I think it's gonna be Austin. You too much stunner. I take it back. It's <laughs> all, I, here's the thing. It's gonna be a combo. It's gonna be the Austin stunner and Taker tombstone at oh. the same time. But Austin's taking the getting the pin because it's his first but, match. In can although, we just admit that none of us want to see this? No, we're not. Although, like a Rollins Owens match by itself would be fine. Is there any? Because I don't watch this shit programming weekly. Is there any? Comedy tag team like 3MB that Taker and Austin could just squash Rollins and Owens. Come on, I'm being serious. No, but smaller than that. No, <laughs> no, they're uh, a comedy team. Uh, Otis and uh, yeah, Otis and Chad Gable or, who are the or, Raw tag champs, or the other comedy team of RK Bro. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're two biggest stars. They're too. actually using the big stars in the tag division for jokes now. And there's the serious no, wrestlers are the undercard ones who never win. There's no other. Uh, the other comedy tag team oh, but, uh, is Shinsuke and uh, Boogs, but Shinsuke, who uh, 
that they can do that because Shinsuke is going to lose his title on this upcoming Friday SmackDown when they announced it themselves because Sami Zayn will be defending his Intercontinental Championship against one Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's going to be a title match. They put the belt on Zayn. And Which that, means not, Knoxville wins. It's not the first time that they've uh, spoiled a title change like that. Oh, on. I, they have done it plenty of times, but um, it's just one of those... It it just seizes the maze me when they spoil their own. Well, they're trying to get ratings. Well, of course they are. In two thousand six, we don't when, talk about ratings. Remember when, when Batista had to forfeit the title and they had an emergency battle royal mm-hmm, at the yeah. SmackDown taping. I remember that they went on WWE.com later and had a big old picture of Kurt Angle celebrating with the belt, and he was a Raw guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and they're like, make sure you tune in Friday night to find out why. Yeah, and I did tune uh, in because I was just watching. I was just watching it. But they're going to have to empty the Austin thing this year because they've it's in Texas. <clears throat> they're desperate to fill up both Which nights. Why I think Taker being an Austin involved makes sense. And they've all and but they can't work together. We've seen that before in the war stories. And they've all but guaranteed without saying it that they're getting Roman and Rock next year. They've done everything in the world but say the words. Yeah. And if they don't produce it. It was some pissed off people because I mean <laughs> they're laying it on thick. Yeah. But yeah, it's that crazy thing of the rumors of because I think uh, the rumors started yesterday about Austin, about news coming out of maybe him coming back, and then Cody came out, and then it's real simple. It's just going to come down to the same thing it was with Shawn Michaels. Are they going to flash so much money in front of him that he can't say no? Because those are the two that were like, once I'm retired, I'm retired. Neither one of them wanted to work. But they gave, they flashed so much money in front of Sean, he did it. And oh, now, that much and Saudi. And if they, if they throw that much in front of, I mean, would you blame them? No. No. <laughs> so, since we're going to wrestle Cody. So, speaking, <laughs> speaking. Speaking of Saudi Arabia. Oh, this weekend. It's this weekend. Mark out Nosa. Mark out Nosa. All Nosa little card done. <laughs> You're not wrong. Maybe. We'll see. What, what's the card? I'm looking it up right now. Oh, host, you should have that up. Yeah, host should have been ready. To be honest, it just it just hit me as we were... Uh, what's it called again? Elimination Chamber. There it is. We're watching it. You're not the only one zoned out on WWE. Like, I follow it, but I... I follow it. I mean, if I'm being honest, I forgot it was this Saturday. Me too. Yeah, Me too. So here's the matches. I'm busy that day. We have eight matches. Rey Mysterio versus The Miz. How could I possibly give a fuck about that match? Okay. Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cat Moss in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Hell no. We just saw it at the Rumble or whatever fucking show. They just... Day one. No, I don't need to see that again. Okay. Um... Ronda Rousey and Naomi versus Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. Hell no. It involves Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. Okay, so we're on a good note here. Uh, for the tag team, uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships, the Usos versus the Viking Raiders. No. Okay. Hmm. The Raw Women's Championship Elimination Chamber. Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Nikki Cross, and the returning healed Alexa Bliss. 
She's healed, Corey. She is healed. And the first time I'm going to see her, she's head to toe wrapped up. No, I don't, fuck no. Right? Way, way to debut her back, right? No. Not, not even a little bit. For the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber, Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, Riddle, and AJ Styles. I mean, it's a talented six. I mean, but anywhere, we know the ending. Yeah, and we know the winning. Brock's winning, so no. Nope. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Lita for the Raw Women's Championship. Oh, the the the, uh, the uh, Women's Elimination Chamber is for the WrestleMania match. I have to be honest. I have visions of DX against Brothers of Destruction when you say Lita versus Becky. Oh, I do too. And the funny thing is, and then you look on the reports, and it's like, oh yeah, they have nothing for Lita after this. They grab Lita like I said a couple weeks ago for for Saudi and for her not to go AEW to take on uh, Britt. Yeah. To help Britt get over. Yep. And then probably the first match of the night, Spear versus Spear for the Universal Championship. Goldberg versus Roman Reigns for Goldberg to not pass the torch. Uh, no. Oh, no. Although, like I said, I like completion. So the fact that it was supposed to happen two years ago, I like the fact that it's going to happen. But I don't want to watch it. That's going to be a terrible match. So, guys, that was our Saturday morning. How do people defend that? The old guys like Taker and Goldberg and Austin. When they bitched about WCW using Hogan at 46, these men are damn, some of them damn near pushing 60. How do they, how do they, how is that different? In fact, how is it not much, much worse? It is much worse. They just um, suck with the teeth of Vince McMahon. Yes, it's amazing. So, guys, that's our Saturday morning. But I've that- never seen somebody strike so much fear into people who isn't the least bit intimidating. I'd slap the fuck out of Vince McMahon if he talked to me I like just, that. I don't get it. I. It's not like Brock Lesnar's your boss. Like Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Saturday night, we're going to pow, pow, pow. Pow Pro Wrestling, Animal Housing. Should we mark out no cell? We're just, sure. just going to mark out for the whole thing. He wanted to know the card anyway, so yeah. Let's okay. Uh, we have a... Where is it? Brian Zane's Top 8 Toga Party Tussle. Winner takes on Verified Steve Miggs for the YouTube Championship immediately after. That's right. You have Paul Panda, the Pow Panda, Caden oh, Cassidy. Paul Panda. Oh, Paul Panda. <laughs> it's Paul Panda. Hi, uh... Konami code. Is that what Triple H is doing these days? Yep, <laughs> it is. It's Paul. You're right. Uh, double Impact versus HBQ versus La Bruja. Uh, it's going to be a baby face because Miggs is a heel. It's going to be Paul Panda. <laughs> so maybe Paul Panda. Yeah. Uh, I actually like the idea of Paul Panda winning. Yep. I don't mark off for it. I, I always love these like weird gimmick multi-man yep. matches. They're yeah. fun to me. We have... Funny Bone versus Jaden, set up from last show. Funny Bone's going to hurt. Feel real bad for what's going to happen to Jaden. Same. It's going to be a bad thing. That's going to be rough for Jaden. That's a rough night, Jaden. Stretch before the match. We have Pax Americana of MV Young and Dark Sheik versus No Lives Matter of Drexel and Cleaver. Well, we know uh, the producer is fucking pumped for that. She is. (laughs) This is going to be the hardcore match of the night. She is. Alley Catch versus the Fallen Flower Kikio. Uh, a match brought to you by NoSellEntertainment.com, by the way. That's right. It's going to be bad. Hammerstone. It's going to be great, sir. Bad. 
in a great Most way. Entertainment only brings you great matches. Uh, great and matches. You can watch Alley Catch. We're marking out for them all since we're sponsoring it. I, uh, sir, I'm not. I am not for sale. You sons of bitches. We're, we're marking out for them all. Hammerstone and the Blanchard Brothers versus Malcolm Flex and the Cool Heels. Now, that's different because this is Blanchard country, <laughs> and that's my boy Hammer. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. The uh, Blanchard suck. Joe, why'd you say that? Oh, I'm That's sorry. Weird. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, like I haven't known you for fucking 15 years. <laughs> uh, big, sweaty. Huh? What? <laughs> what? Oh, big, big, sweaty men as it's Juicy oh, Finau no. I was like, versus <laughs> Calvin Tankman. I'm knocking the fuck out for that I was legitimately like, where is he going with this? <laughs> no idea. Big, sweaty yes. men? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm marking out for that. Yo. For the power championship, Tyrus Alexander will be defending against Vinny Massaro. I can't believe we didn't see that as the first defense. The guy he beat We're to same. win. Same. It was so obvious. For sure. Yeah. Be good, man. I'm sure it'll be good. But the special guest, whatever Housen, won Dan Housen. We were talking about this earlier. I don't know how they're going to use them. I suspect more than once because yeah. you want to get as much out of Dan Housen as you can. What I would love is just for Dan Housen to just kind of walk around the arena during matches and just be out there the whole time and just like fucking with people. Yeah, then get on the mic and do whatever he's supposed to do, but yeah. then just keep doing stuff. Yeah. Just like be randomly in a seat up top. All of a sudden he's over here fucking eating popcorn. He's just doing weird shit. I would like that. I think it's possible. Ah, because the bet and another fun uh, get your tickets now. Get your tickets now. Also get your tickets for uh what is it? Mystery Science Theater Three Housing. Three Housing. As we're going there, as uh, Brian Zane and one Dan Housing will be doing their Mystery Science Theater version of No Holds Barred. So, is there time between those two events? It starts half hour. Half hour. Half hour. Okay. Uh, starts at four. Well, yeah. so so yeah. half hour from when VIPs get in from the show starts at seven thirty. There's an uh, yeah. hour and a half. So 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 what time? Well, we'll talk about that off air, but. Yeah. That's about how everybody meets up. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to that. We're excited for all of POW. Can I just throw out there that there's also an Impact pay-per-view Saturday night for me. So, yeah. <sighs> My God. You know, here, what's on that? The main event is Moose and W. Morrissey for the Impact World title. Can't teach that. Can't nope. teach that. You, you, what the fuck? One of the funny things in... My entire oh, you remember this? Yeah, yeah. Uh one of the funny things in my life is for some reason I always there's something going on, right? This weekend of re- uh, wrestling, right, pal and all that. It's the NBA slam like all star weekend. My almost my entire life I've always had something happen. Like I want to watch the slam dunk competition, right? But every year like every year Something like I'm doing something. I'm like I always miss the slam dunk, and I'm I'm okay missing it because I'm going to pow. But it's just like, I've, I've was pulled. that this weekend too? Yeah, it's a loaded weekend. Yeah, I I can't believe there's still people who watch NBA basketball. To be honest, I mean, just Jesus, period. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> but like my entire life, it's like oh, when's the slam when's the slam dunk? Oh, it's Saturday. Fuck, I'm doing something this week. Oh, when is it? Oh, fuck, you know. But oh, by the way, we talked about old Big Dick Nick Khan. Uh, do you hear about his eventual goal and plan? No. 
First of all, day one is going to be one of the big four. Jesus Christ. Because since college football, in effect, gave up that day, uh, it's wide open for a big day, and he's looking to make it appointment WWE uh, viewing. But also... Oh, Mad Cat Moss or not. <laughs> right? But eventually, every pay-per-view instead of stadium or a premium live event, regardless of which one it is, that's the that's the goal long term. Oh, they want to start doing re- football stadiums for uh, for WrestleMania Backlash for, and uh, TLC for and, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. I, I, I wouldn't mean, doubt if that's the thing. Is man, cities aren't going to turn that down because those stadiums just go unused for mm-hmm. months out of the year. So I mean, they're not going to turn that down. They don't give a shit if it sells out or not. Yeah, but I think the optics of WrestleMania Backlash in front of a one third full football stadium they don't give a fuck. might not look good. They don't care. That's his. That's his big long term goal. Like everyone's a stadium. Another big long term. My thought process. Well, that sure makes WrestleMania important. Uh, a, a big long term. Also, WWE is trying to be doing is uh, two hundred five live is dead. Should have been a year and a half ago. Was it still alive? It was. Well, I don't know. It, it, it was. Have, however, it was. They say that it happened, but I have no proof of it. The tree uh, falls in the ocean. Does a shark swim? I don't know. So the uh, it was somehow still alive, but they went off of Just, like they they went off the two hundred five live weight limit, and it became like all sizes, shapes. Uh, <laughs> but now they're remodeling. They're rebranding it. It's now. NXT level up. NXT level up. I actually don't up. hate that. No, it's not bad. I actually don't hate that at all. But uh, does the Tin Man have a sheet metal cock? <laughs> but the best part is like this, the, the saying it's for the new up-and-comers to get their moment. So just it's, NXT roster. Oh, it's dark. It's dark. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, just, so it's, dark. It's, it's their dark, for sure. But like, <laughs> it's their dark. That's what NXT is. Yeah, that's also what NXT like, there's is There's some green-ass fucking workers that hey, in the show. What are you telling me there's about? greener people than Wait, we're on NXT? Hey, the Forbidden Door open, buddy. Dolph Ziggler showed up on uh, NXT. NXT and if, t- the, if the door is in the same building, it's not the same. Oh, people <laughs> online. So here's the best part. Somebody online, uh, a dirt sheet put, the forbidden door is open as Tomas or Chapa showed up on Raw last like, night. And, not- everyone, and the entire, every credit is like, it's the same company. Mm-hmm. It's not a fucking door. Yeah. And yeah. on next week's uh, NXT. They traded Chapa for Ziggler. I think Raw won. On NXT, it's Ciampa versus Ziggler next week. Yeah, no sell for that. Yeah, I'm fine. But NXT is like a two-hour commercial for Toxic Attraction. That's not a bad thing. No, but I mean, like, do something. <laughs> like, And our Lord Savior, Braun Breaker. Yes, uh, but it's becoming increasingly clear to me that the man that they think is going to turn around is Grayson Waller. Oh, God. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie Miz. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Miss, miss, miss. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> I'm Ozzy. I came to play. I like it. What we also like here at NoSellEntertainment.com are brackets. Oh. You ready, database? I'm ready. This is your this is your expertise. So, I'll break this down real quick. I know everybody in the No Cell Land loves our brackets that we do because we're fucking awesome at it. We correctly gave you the greatest WWE champion of all time last year. Uh, yeah. well, you know, we brought you the correct bracket and you voted on it. That's yeah, you I was going to say. That's on you guys. I didn't do that. So the, uh, the voting was You've wrong, done but, it now. But we How brought you this, the right information. This year. Motherfuckers can't read. Over the next seven weeks leading up to one WrestleMania. 
your buy one get one extravaganza. We're going to be giving you or letting you pick the greatest WrestleMania of all time. We have narrowed it down to eight. I will give you the brackets. I will give you the, the shows that we have, and then we'll give you the first matchup, and we'll have the database kind of break them down. Booyah. Ka. But not influence what you think should win. No, don't no, tell, no. Don't tell them that. Nope, nope, nope. Because nope. whatever you said last year, won. <laughs> you were an influencer. Oh, yeah, because I said no matter what, Cena's going to win because that's what yeah. these. You're an influencer. You can't do that. People listen to you. They go off, they go off memory. <laughs> so... The eight WrestleManias that we have selected. WrestleMania 19, WrestleMania 17, WrestleMania 3, WrestleMania 24, WrestleMania 30, WrestleMania 31, WrestleMania 22, and WrestleMania 14. So for your first matchup, the one versus eight seed, we have WrestleMania 19 versus WrestleMania 14. Okay. Should I start with the eight seed or start with the one seed? Uh, one seed. Okay. So we figured, um, surprisingly, hmm? I thought 17 would get the number one slot. But uh, WrestleMania 19 has some warts on it, but it's got five main events, yeah. legitimate main events. Mm-hmm. You have Shawn Michaels in his first Mania back since 14. Taking on Christian. I forgot. God, I forgot that was his first one back. You have a world heavyweight title match between Triple H and Booker T, which... The ending is what it is, but... The ending is what it is, and the storyline's regrettable, but it's a big-time match. Mm -hmm. Especially, we're going through the Monday Night War stories right now. I mean, Triple H, it's like the face of one company against the face of the other. Yeah. You have Hulk Hogan and Mr. McMahon in literally a match 20 years in the making. Mm -hmm. The storyline is great. The execution is, is wonderful. Yep. You have the final WrestleMania appearance for Stone Cold Steve Austin as he wrestles The Rock in the third of their Mania matches. Well, final match. He's out well, yeah, of the next year. Well, first Mania match. Yeah. yeah this is last final Mania match. match. This is final match, period, right? Yes, this yeah. is it. Well, maybe. <laughs> until, <laughs> for, for over 50 <laughs> years, until this year. Uh, when he faces the Undertaker in an Iron Man match. And then the main event, which... <laughs> you've done it now. <laughs> I have to be honest, I'm surprised they went with this as the main event, but the WWE title match, Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar. I thought for sure McMahon would go either Rock, Austin, or himself and Hogan as the main event. And this, of course, uh, in Safeco. In Safeco Field in Seattle. Yep. I like the look of it. Uh, it looks different than any other WrestleMania. Even in the, like, because even the big stadium shows, the, like, except for the set, they all, because of the stadium shape, they all look the same. Safeco, now T-Mobile Park, looks fucking different than shit than this any other stadium unique. this was unique. it looks so cool when they come up out of the dugout it looks fucking badass it dude was badass and so you have those matches plus an undertaker match which i still say if you had just made it taker big show one-on-one it would have been better yeah and uh that's the number one seed work-wise it's it's fantastic those five matches all except triple h and booker deliver and so uh, before you give us a the WrestleMania what did I 14. Say? 14. Uh, so we we picked all of these based on not only matches, but also what it did at the box office and the importance of the actual event um, to kind of the landscape of wrestling at the time, which is why some of these picks may be a little bit surprising, but that's why we picked the ones we did. Yeah, There was a, a multitude of, of yep. options and things we were looking for. Uh, this one's heavy on work rate. Mm-hmm. 
But it's also got, at the time, it was the biggest grossing. Yep. Maybe. But that's, I guess that's not saying much as every year they break the record. It, it, it lasted for a year, then 20 did it, then 21 did it, then 22 but, did it. I mean, this would kick off an era. Yeah, yeah. And it, uh, it really ended one and kicked off the next one. And it really did, because this, how do I put it? The Attitude Era, to me, kind of ended at 17. Yeah, for, for sure. Especially with Nitro going out. It and, went another year, technically. Yeah. But, yeah, no, for, I agree with you. I think it ended at 17. But this is like the final bell of the Attitude Era to me. It's Austin's last match. No, it was 14. First bell. <laughs> no. No, don't. This is his last match. It's also kind of the end of The Rock as a full-timer of any, of any sort. Um, we're firmly, for better or worse, into the Triple H's top dog era of WWE. Do um, you look quizzical? Talking about 14? I'm talking about 19 still. Oh. Yeah. I, was, I thought we were going to 14. No, I was giving the, the, the death knell. I was, I was gotcha. finishing 19. He was finishing 19. My, that one to me feels like the final bell mm-hmm. of the Attitude Era because of all those things. Whereas the eight seed, if you'd have just followed me here, feels like the definitive opening bell. Sure, there, were, there, was, there was Attitude in 97. There's no doubt. And in early 98, with, with Tyson appearing at the Rumble the night after, and DX being DX, there was definite attitude. Mm-hmm. But this night really signaled the dawn of a new era. This was my first pay-per-view, and I kind of feel like... I feel bad that's at eight. But that's just me, because I, it has something to me of my first show. And it had, like, it had money-wise, like, it did, it did great. It was at the Fleet Center in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, so weird to think about that's, but outside of the top two matches, it's a shit card. There's nothing to really, I mean, Owen and triple H have a passable raw, raw match. Mm -hmm. There's a light heavyweight title match that botched galore because one of the guys was nervous and had wrestled like a year. (laughs) There was a terrible tag team battle Royal to start the damn show. Um, I mean, Marrow and, and Sable against uh, Goldust and Luna was fun. I think, you it was know fun. It was, it was a big I, match. Yeah, it was, will, it was fun. Sable was giant over at the but time. But Rock and Shamrock sucked. Yeah. And the dumpster match wasn't that great either. I would just say this for, this, for 14. One of the things I like about it is, all the, even though there were bad matches, every match to that pay-per-view had a build. Mm-hmm. Every match. While you go to current day... We're going to throw a match together the day of. We're going to throw three matches on the day of. The week before, we're going to put a match on because we're giving people the WrestleMania, I you pref- know, I prefer, payday. I prefer it when it's nicely laid out and there's reason to everything. Like, every match on 14 had a good storyline going into the match. And uh, more so than anything, 14 is... <laughs> it's got the moment Rocky became The Rock. Like yeah. he he was calling himself the Rock already, but that that vignette with Jennifer Flowers was I mean that's like yep. after that it was different. It was like oh okay, this guy's a player. And then I mean you just get like WWF wouldn't beat WCW in the ratings until April thirteenth, uh, a couple weeks later. But man, when that when Tyson rips off that shirt and just it cemented them as the number one company. They yep. weren't official yet, but fuck, it cemented them as the company, man. Yep. It was um, 
I mean, I mean, they did not look back from that moment on. And I'll tell you, Joe, the, one of the things that holds it back and probably negate or cements its number eight position on this list more than anything. It was still eight out of 35 is or the, whatever, 36. Is the fact that it was just in the Fleet Center instead of like a giant football stadium. Yeah. Uh, so when it, we, you know, one of the one of our metrics is money, it made a lot of money, but you can't compare it to like the the football stadium manias yeah. in terms of money. When we're looking at number nineteen at uh, Safeco, I mean, it's you know, so there's three times the amount of people at that one than there is at fourteen. Now I will say that this is one of the more memorable endings to a mania ever because oh, you got God. you know uh, the super kick into the stunner, and then uh, Tyson's extremely fast I mean, count. I don't know because I, I don't remember that far back, but I'm if it wasn't the lead story, I'm sure it was a lead story in Sports Center. I'm sure it I remember getting play on Sports Center hard, and then um, New and York, then the punch to Sean, the yeah. Giants got like New York Mag's uh, paper had it, everything like that. Yeah, the hard camera shook when the glass shattered. So I mean, it's it's definitely it's it's earned its spot on this on this list. Yeah, be interesting to see what happens. There's a lot of. And like I said, and I tied it all together with the beginning bell of the Attitude Era and kind of the death bell. Both of these have a aura about them that are not necessarily the same. There's a lot of rosy. They're both changing of the guard, new era, ushering in events. That's very weird. I mean, this is the final Michaels match. 19's the, f- the first one back. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one has a lot of cheery, happy, nostalgic memories. 19 doesn't. By that point in 2003, where the, the bloom was off the rose, uh, a lot of people were there, but the business had shrunk in the last couple of years. And I think one thing that's really melancholy about it is I think everybody knew. That, and if nobody knew this was Austin's last match, we definitely knew it was the last Austin Rock match. Yeah. Uh, so there was, there's like a little melancholy about 19 a little bit. Be interesting to see uh, how this goes. I, I'll put it this way, Joe. I'll be very interested to see what happens. As will I. That's right. Boom. Next. I did kind of, well, we're just doing the one. Oh, just doing one. Okay. Posting, right? What? One a week. One a week. All right. So so we will throw that uh, poll up, uh, No Cell Entertainment, on Twitter. As soon as And we you can. guys will give us the old votes. Because we are four dumb people, so... It is your choice. It we, was a tough. We have our uh, our thoughts. Uh, we a, will give them to you at, when we get results. We'll give you what we thought should have won, but it's up to you guys. I'll give you guys a spoiler. It's a t- it was a tough cut. Mm-hmm. There's a WrestleMania with two five star matches on it that didn't even yeah. make the final eight. Uh, we had I think we got up to like eleven or twelve. Eventually, we yeah. had to pare it down, and we had some. Uh, we had to do we had a, some tiebreakers. We had some tiebreakers to come up with because lucky enough, we had five people in the room and. Uh, the and produce. Joe, real quick, you know maths is five an even number? Yes. Okay, that proves my point. Uh, I would like to do, uh, before we wrap up, one special thing that here, us here at you No Solo You can't do that with other people in the room. I've told you this. Hey, well, I'm going to try. Let right. me put my invisible cloak on. I'll be like, hey, just don't look at me. I'm invisible. I'm invisible. Don't look at me. Yeah, what's over there? What we'll be doing here in a couple weeks here. For no cell entertainment oh, fans. Oh yeah, it yeah. it is the uh, brown chicken brown cow. We're gonna fuck Joe over. Right. Is what we're doing. It's called let's fuck Joe. <laughs> over. I gave no one's over. ever. I gave no one's ever. Played you gotta before. add the word over to let's it. Let's fuck Joe. Uh, you can call me. Let's fuck skip Joe over as. <laughs> 
we decided to because me and the producer, we bought those little uh, hot one sauces. We bought the set. So two million. The producer wants to. Uh, I'm gonna eat that one through my anus. We're going to be filming <laughs> ourselves here at No So Entertainment, eating all, Cut off the having those ten sauces. No So gets spicy. We're gonna get spicy as. All of a sudden, that's that's the sound of Jeff coming back to America. But don't worry, no cell getting spicy. You're gonna right now. We're gonna do it through prot the this podcast for for him. But it's also we might be putting uh, make a little video for us to put on YouTube. But all I know is this: however long it takes us to do it, I'm going to be in pain for that long, and plus the days I'm after. I'm not gonna lie; that's the main selling point for that's, me. Yeah, that's why we're once, here. Once, once. You guys got JR boners when you found out we had the sauces and you're like, we have to do this. Well, and- it all started. All right. It all started with some other hot sauces. Oh, yeah. We where bought- Joe was like, I'll do them. And I was like, what? I'm in. We're in. And then once, and then, uh, so the thing and is, I'm for content. And so the, and the I'm thing, in. And the best part and the funny thing is this we're like, oh, I get the 10 sauces. And then I think, Booble, you're the one like, we should we should record it. Fuck yeah, we oh, should. Yeah, all like, about content. Yeah. Content, like, content, doc. I'm like, n- n- why? I'm going to be in pain. Like, that's why. I'm, like, I'm a humble guy until you fucking don't his mic on. <laughs> I'm about content. That's all about that content. So, we need content. Uh, so, yes, uh, in a couple of weeks here, we will be uh, filming Joe Gets Fucked. What are the odds? Over. Little- yeah. Over. What are, what are the odds the little bitch actually shows up? Uh, I'm going to go no. Well, either way, he shows up or he lives up to his namesake. I'm going to go with 0% chance because you can't go lower. Zero. Can we get some Steiner math on that, though? Well, see, basically, zero. little bitch isn't going to show up because he knows he can't beat me in a chicken wing contest, so he's not even going to try. You're calling out big-time Devin Dahlberg right now? That's what you're doing? And then big time. he knows better. He ain't even going to try. And then you got this guy over here who doesn't even like hot sauces. He knows he ain't going to beat me. So I take his 33.3% chance yep. of winning, and I add it to my 33.3% chance of winning. And then I'm going to be so dominant, I'm adding another 25% chance to me because Devin probably isn't going to show up. He's a little bitch. And then on top of that, uh, you are all about the content, so you won't be focusing on winning. So basically, I got this in the bag. I'm going to do all the hot ones. I'm going to do the one hot one through my ass, and I have a 163.3% chance of winning the hot ones. You heard it, Devin. Um, I'm not happy. I... (laughs) So I told the guys this. I got the sauces today, and I opened it up, and my like my gut just like, fuck. And I was just looking at it. Yeah, and that's just me looking at it. So excited. And then we read read what the sauces were, and then we read how hot hot they get. And the last one's like, oh, it's just over two million. You know what I would do? It's a big fucking jump from seven hundred thousand to two million. You're lucky. That you never lived with me as a, as a roommate. Because what I would do when you weren't looking is I would have a little dropper of yeah. the hot one. And when he wasn't looking or went to the bathroom or something, I would just trap one drop into whatever he's drinking. Uh, Daily. I'm, I'm not happy. Daily. I'm not, Damn. I'm not happy for that. I'm not excited. I'm not happy. I know my anus is going to be torn. I just know that. I know I'm going to have... I told I told producer this. I... I'm going to have all the ice cream and all the milk next to me. I'll have milk on ice. But Jeff I took all the milk for breakfast. There it is. That son of a bitch. <laughs> there it is. 
It's been so, a long con, brother. So coming soon to No Cell Entertainment. Hey, Eden Styles. Look at that. She's hope, back. That was quick. Hope you've been practicing. <laughs> but coming here on NoCellEntertainment.com, it will be us doing that Hot Ones Challenge. And uh, we got some ideas on what we'll be doing. And that will be you. for future. <laughs> The way you said that made me think we're just all going to be doing Alabama slams. Well, that's all we're doing, baby. <laughs> Alabama and sidekicks. And I'm just scared. But what sure. I'm not scared of is going to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com, where you can find all of our podcasts and all the blogs and everything Corey puts up his news. <laughs> Sriracha. There it is. Just straight. <laughs> or also straight, you can go straight to Spotify, where you can find all oh, of our podcasts. Listen to spot our podcast on Spotify. I wake up by shoving sriracha up my ass. Well, you can. I have an alarm. Fans, don't do that at home. Pussy. But go to Spotify and listen to our show. And like always, you can listen to all of our shows wherever you listen to your podcast. Derp.